this week on the Open Nesters podcast with Alicia and Doug in Costa Rica. I think we inspired him to see that, yeah. you know, he can, he even said it when we first moved here, he said, you are teaching me, you're a model to, yeah. to live your best life. And he and said to, the most important thing yeah. he's ever said to me in terms of my fulfillment, he said, how to do life, dad. Mm-hmm. If a man doesn't like uh, lose himself from other men, the patriarchy will take over and do it. You know, so there's all these pressures on men and then, and then, you know, we hook up with these conscious women and they're like, dude, come on along. What's, what's going on here? Welcome to the Open Esther's podcast. How will you write Act 3 of your life? Will you be open? Will you welcome the possibilities? Are you going toward your most vibrant, authentic stage of life? Are you curious to discover what's ahead? Are you in a fork in the road and wondering which path to follow? Would you like to hear from others who are already writing Act 3? Hey everyone, I'm Tessa. And I'm Amir. Why be an empty nester when you can be an open nester, living on the edge of your curiosity, on the fringe of your imagination, reinvention, and sexuality. Together, we'll take a journey and explore how rich this stage of life can be when we approach it with an open mind and an open heart. We are really excited to introduce you to Alicia and Doug Miller, who we had an instant connection with, and I'm sure you will as well. They do this core emotional healing work together because they're both such incredible backgrounds in that area. You'll hear from them about that. But what I love personally is that their second marriage inspires any first, second, or third marriage to look at how we can learn to do it right. And let me tell you, they are truly living the dream. They moved to Costa Rica from Atlanta, and you can hear all about the decision process that took them from one place to another. We all have a hard time making a decision, but they did it. So let's hear it from Doug and Alicia. Welcome, Alicia and Doug, to the Open Nester pod. Open Nesters podcast. You made me laugh so hard. I'm swallowing my water. My water. <laughs> so so nice to meet you. After you've just come from a swim in Costa Rica, our audience can't see you, but this is so much fun for us. We were like right in, like I'm gonna jump in there. So right. <laughs> well, and, welcome. And, and you left us wondering if you are dressed from the <laughs> waist down. So we're still wondering. <laughs> Well, that would be Doug. Yeah, Doug, we're about Doug. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's strap there's straps happening yeah. on the Alicia. Well, I love being a mystery in yeah. kind of a you are a mystery. fun one too. Yes, sir. Well, that's what this is about: uncovering our our are the secrets of ourselves as we enter Act Three, and we call it Act Three because we've done you know our single stuff usually, and sometimes our partner stuff, and then raising kids is a very big investment. And I don't know your whole story, so I'm calling because it's not necessarily on your website to tell us about your open nester journey from each of you as individuals and together if we can start at that point 
Well, yeah. thanks so much for having us on. This podcast is so cool because I love the term open nester because it's it's not, I mean, empty is not true. It's like there's so much possibility without children and together as we grow and expand and into all kinds of different places. So, yeah. 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 I I think you all know that uh, we, the, our kid, the biologically, the kids are mine and they're 30 and 26 and they're doing awesome. Now I've been so blessed because they really have accepted Alicia as like Their mom. a really important, like second mom, who's really just, we really are a family that share a lot of real depth and, I don't know where you want to start. I just yeah. wanted to lay it out. We've been when we met. Your How son, long have you been together? Yeah, well, let's start where you yeah. met. Yeah. About eight years. We've been together yeah. and, and married seven. And is it your first marriage, uh, Alicia, or is it your second also? No, it's uh, yeah, it's my second as well. Oh, second, okay. Yeah, my but second mine as well. Was three yeah. months. My first one was three months. Three months. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so you did a lot of growing in between, I expect, because I a saw a lot, lot of your work with your emotional <laughs> healing work is really quite beautiful. And we'll definitely get to that. But let's start with your own personal story. So how'd you meet and, and how have you evolved to this point, looking at this stage of life, as well as obviously, when did you move to Costa Rica? We met on Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, oh, on sort of a lark. And, and I, it was on my birthday. So yeah. The day before I turned 39, I broke up with a guy who I was dating. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get what I really want for my birthday. And I said it out loud. And I another said, guy. someone, I was like, <laughs> yeah, not another guy. I said, actually, I want someone who has, you know, shit together and also who's open and loving and wants to grow together and. I went out to dinner with my girlfriends and I blew out the candle and I wished for my soulmate and I got home and I had a private message from Doug and we didn't know each other at all. And he saw pictures of me and this other guy, but he still reached out to me anyway. And he didn't even wish me a happy birthday. He just said, is that guy in your pictures, your boyfriend? <laughs> He's Direct. from Boston. He's so. a matter of fact guy. Yeah, matter of fact, right to the point. Which yeah, I love. Well, one thing, I just didn't want to get involved with someone who was involved with someone. I just, let's get this straight. I'm telling you where I'm coming from, you know. So what's, a, you, what's a you, How long have you guys... What, oh, uh, what? What attracted us? No, no. I mean, uh, what attracted you to send her a message to begin with? Well, she's, you know, uh, honestly, she's beautiful. And secondly, we can see that. And secondly, uh, you know, there was some really cool stuff on her line. Like, uh, uh, we both sort of come from a very growth oriented perspective, sort of a grounded spirituality and, and emotionally embodied kind of thing. And, and I could see that, you know, I didn't really know. It was kind of just like, it was a birthday. I was 52. I was like, ah, it's a birthday. I'll hit on her. She'll reject me. I've been rejected <laughs> plenty of times at this point, big deal. And then really it was that kind of lark. And then when we met, we talked a lot and then we could spend the whole time just talking about sure. the crazy yeah. story of our. And, and you were just about to ask us a question before yeah, I interrupted thank you. you Rudy. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. How long have you guys been together? Just because. Thirty-one <laughs> years. Thirty-one yeah. years. Thirty-one. And like. like <laughs> and we're and, still having fun, and this openness for us is a 
really cool adventure. Uh, and you can hear about us. We have all kinds of episodes that we just talk about it on our website, but we're here to talk about you. Yeah, so. well, I do feel like we, we have that adult children part kind of like we have gone through that together because my daughter teenager. was was a teenager yeah. yeah and my son was a young adult and 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 he was living with you when we first we met. just came into something amazing with my son really recently and would you so like to we, talk about that we always want to hear what's amazing with you okay part yeah. of our podcast okay get ready oh, wait, okay wait. <laughs> so i'm gonna jump ahead <laughs> jump jump ahead we can jump up and down so and my son had he, he, he needed to come up with some money and, and he gave you a real skinny version. He became a sperm, a, a sperm donor and turns out I have 86 grandchildren. <laughs> no, this is not. This is yes. amazing. Yes. I mean, <laughs> they have donated his sperm to 86 different they recipients? have multiple siblings, diblings. Um, so in families, they have maybe, maybe some of them have three of the same. But know, we can't like... Uh, for various reasons, we can't say too much other than empty nest and with like, and then it was like, wait a minute, how empty is our nest with 86 <laughs> grandchildren we just found out about? You know? 86 grandchildren. Oh my goodness. What an interesting way to look at things. The way our lives can can be accelerated or can be can evolve technologically and and then we have to so much to figure out like especially you guys are in the embodiment space which i'm very very in in myself so, my so, work. so eight years oh great no, so so yeah. i'm so i'm very interested in how how so, the eight so yeah so so being you know like a step family initially there was kind of this tension and and it had to do with my like all these dynamics i mean we've really analyzed the hell out of the damn thing but both my kids have really come into their own and their maturity. And I, like, I want to say something about like the early, like raising young adult kids, at least for me, it was like a patience game. It was like waiting for them to come around and connect in, in a better way, coming out of adolescence. And, and I'm talking about myself. I was coming for, out of my adolescence finally at 55 yeah. about. And you for know. me, I was reparenting all three of them. <laughs> she yeah. really contributed I so much, so super like, aware, oh, no. even though I'm a psychologist. And, and, and they really, uh, so the, we came out of that and we've all really bonded. And it, like that's been really, it's even a, though it's an empty nest, like they're really important people in our lives day to day. Sure, sure. And they feel well, welcome. Week, they know? feel, yeah. yeah. But, but you know that they're going to come around and they did yes. come around, right, yes. Alicia? He did come around eventually. I mean, unless you're still taking care of him. And it, no, no, it no, wasn't no. just with her, it was no. with me too. It's like, yeah, hey, I'm talking about him. Yeah, he, he was talking about <laughs> Oh, me. <laughs> I love this. I mean, <laughs> He's still coming around. Yeah. Hey, good, good. Yeah, he doesn't know what he do is going to do when he grows up. Yeah, his kids, his kids have really come around. Yeah. I, just, I mean, it's taken seven years for you know. No, let me let me throw another wrench in this whole thing, uh, as though I'm not enough. I, I just turned sixty, you know. Congrats. And Alicia, Alicia's thank you, uh, thirteen and a half years younger, mm -hmm. and. And so we're kind of at different career places and I actually work for her. 
in her company. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. And she's got all the energy and motivation to put all that stuff together. And, and, and I just kind of got to show up and do my thing and, and, and support what I, you know, the things that, that are more kind of clinically oriented. I'm a psych. We haven't even talked about that stuff yeah. yet. Right. We're, we're going to get to will. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, huh? so, so Alicia, yeah, I'd love to hear more about why you think your approach with adult kids, especially coming into, um, a, a, you know, a situation where they were all growing. Like, why do you think you were, how are you able to hold that space? Maybe to convey the idea of being patient and whether Doug had that or you together were patient, how did that evolve and how long did that take? Cause people would like to hear how, is that a hard process? Was it difficult for you at all? Or yeah, natural? it's very difficult. Um, coming in, it was challenging because of their family system and Doug's patience was a little more passive in my approach of being active and, you know, confronting things and, and helping them in a more direct way. Uh, grow and mature where Doug was passively waiting for them to come around. So I think it was a combination of me coming in and him waiting um, and also me helping uh, them kind of see things differently. Well. Were you were you living in in Costa Rica at that time or no, you were... this was all in Atlanta. So all we, in Atlanta. We met in Atlanta. We've been here just over two years. Yeah. Okay. And we were visited quite a few times. So yeah. so the moment of conversion, the kids have left the house uh, how many years ago? Uh, a while ago. Right after we met, I, my son so about was about eight years ago. As an adult kid. Yeah. And we had a year ago. together and he was in his early twenties. And I said, dude. I, I got a big fish. <laughs> I, I talked to your mom. You got to go live with her now because I got to give this thing a shot. That's basically, that's truly how it went. And right. his daughter was Short version, in yeah. college. So, yeah. yeah. So, so you are an open nester already then. I mean, you titled it empty nester, but you open were already nester. or you were already open nesting. And here you are. What have you done? I mean, the two of you together that caused you to finally decide Atlanta is not the place to be. Let's move on to Costa Rica. <laughs> well, we yeah, I was living in Thailand 10 years ago. Uh, oh. oh, more than 10 years ago then. Yeah, so maybe 11. And where about in Thailand? Koh Samui. Koh Samui. Yeah, I was finding myself. So I was, wow. I was on the island for two and a half years and it was... Wow. That's a vacation yeah. for two and a half years. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't nobody, nobody really works there in Kosovo. No, I was working a lot. Yeah. I actually um, created my business there uh, online and, um, and I was healing and I was doing a lot of inner work. I was by myself healing and getting to know myself. And I felt so happy in that environment, like the tropical beach, and I said, I don't ever want to not live like this. You know, I just want to live like this forever. But I knew that I was ready to meet my partner in life. And it wasn't going to happen there. I knew that. So I <laughs> reluctantly went back to the U.S. to not only meet Doug, but uh, also develop myself and my business more because there's not many resources there. You know, sure. you go there to retire or get drunk or party. So. So, so do tell us about the development of your business because it's definitely mm -hmm. empowering for people in transitions themselves and certainly as individuals that you have taught and then as as couples. So tell us a little bit about your yeah, business. Yeah, because you also don't have kids of your own, but you kind of adopted 
Doug's kids, yeah. and they yeah. become yours, and you you molded this beautiful new family together. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. really got into from an no no kids to short while empty nest, open nest, and then bang, you got. Well, I yeah. have the best. I think I have the best. Yeah. Of- of, of, of it all because I didn't have to raise them or, pay or diaper them, them yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and go through like the rebellion stage or the yeah, right. terrible twos and, all that. Yeah. Um, and I get to have these amazing kids and his kids are incredible they're the kids exact of exactly the kids that I would want to have so I was like that I inherited yeah. this family, which is yeah. amazing, and 86 grandkids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Doug got to, you know, inherit my baby, which is my business, you know, so yeah. like, it was, well, that, it was I know that you, so you're able to be flexible, obviously, that's why you can move to Costa Rica. But yeah. that's why yeah. I'd love to hear a little bit about yeah. your evolution, Alicia, yeah. in Thailand, yeah. like your business, your mo- let me introduce her a little bit. <laughs> okay, so you can really get the kind Please. of Please. People context because I think she truly like okay I'm talking about my wife and you may think I'm biased and of course I am but well, I should be she is mm-hmm. one of the like she moved to to Thailand as a self healing uh, warrior more than anyone I've ever met and that includes like my professors and and extraordinary healers that like she was persistent in herself and the truth of how to heal and the truth in general is who she is. Now add that to like, she had like a marketing background and she was on the web, you know, 12 years ago doing videos. So she was kind of ahead of the curve and that's really relevant to us sitting here because we do online groups now, we do online, we do so much, it's amazing what's happened, but she just laid this stuff out, but it's, it's who, that's who she is. And if you leave that piece out, about who she is and how, when she talked about passivity, like, you know, I have a PhD in clinical psychology and I was sort of like a guilty divorced parent who like was, <laughs> was coddling my kids and like, just love me too. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then she comes in and is like, quit that bullshit. And what's the fucking truth? No, you can say <laughs> whatever you want. We are podcasts. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> and, and, uh, that's really important if you're going to really understand her evolution. Thank in you. Business Thank you. Her process. That's, a beautiful, that's Thank a beautiful you. intro. You should put beautiful. that on your website. Yeah. That, that, that intro. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, you were fighting and you are a grandpa that never, you know, that refused to see his grandchildren. All 86. Of- <laughs> that's very good. The Radio Vagabond. If you like to travel but haven't really been able to, too much in recent times, let me do it for you. The ultimate destination for armchair travelers who are looking for inspiration to get out into the real world and let loose their wanderlust. So far, I've been to almost 100 countries, so I'm halfway in my quest to visit every country in the world. Join me, and maybe you'll get some inspiration for your next trip. The Radio Vagabond. Gotta keep moving. Uh, so tell us about your business. Is- oh, yeah, yeah. So thank you, Doug. I mean, I, I'm... I, well, you're welcome, never, Alicia. That's why I got everything I wanted, you know, especially the support I always needed that I never had through Doug. So. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, so how I developed it, uh, you know, I had to go through a lot of pain and suffering and uh, healing from narcissistic abuse and 
uh, healing from physical symptoms that was all related that I eventually discovered the connection with. And I just never stopped. I just, I, I created my business based on what I was missing. And I kept doing that basically. So I started off becoming a health coach and then a journaling facilitator. And I created journaling workshops to people get to know themselves deeper um, and discover who they are and their intuition and release emotions and things. So I did that when I first started my business 13 years ago in Atlanta. And then I ended up selling everything that I owned to go on a journey to like, I just felt this calling to go to Thailand and I uh, researched all the healing on the island because it was known for all these detox and healing retreats and has full of healers and all kinds of levels of healing. So I researched it. And as I was researching it, I was discovering what worked and what didn't work um, for me and my healing. And I kind of left like still needing a lot more. Uh, and But I still worked. I, I, I developed um, healing directories at that time. I, no longer have that, but I was also helping people connect to resources. I had a healing directory in Koh Samui. I developed one in Atlanta before I left as well. And then when I left Koh Samui, I developed one in uh, San Francisco. That's where I landed when I came back to the U.S. and went to Costa Rica for a 30-day water fast just to see what that was like. So I was really researching everything wow. I could get my hands on. And then I came back to Atlanta and I Seven years after I left an abusive husband, um, I got into another relationship with another <laughs> narcissist. So um, I wasn't done with my healing, but my symptoms told me that. And that's when I made the connection um, that it was my symptoms, my yeast infections and bloating and digestive problems were emotional. And then I did the deeper work that I now teach other people to do. So healing mm -hmm. my inner child on a deep level, reparenting myself, um, creating boundary, healthy boundaries. Um, and then three months later is when I met Doug. So that worked. <laughs> My inner child felt that she deserved love and support and truly. And, uh, yeah. And so I, uh, so I continue to like just evolve as I learned through working with people, even though I healed myself, I still learned the differences where people were at and what they needed that was different from me. And I, um, I uh, worked with people online this whole time. And then I also uh, started coming to Costa Rica and hosted retreats mainly because I wanted to be in Costa Rica because I missed that. <laughs> yeah, I was with her too. I yeah. was at every I retreat Doug. and I was like the male presence. I do dream interpreter. I kind of like hang around. They were, yeah. while the women were in the group and I go surfing and stuff <laughs> a little bit. I can almost them. surf now. I don't know. But, Doug, yeah. Doug was holding the, the masculine space and, and he also yeah. is doing, yeah, he's so good at dream interpretation amazing and so many other things so yeah so that's when he started being a support for my work um but we never thought oh, yeah. we were going to work together we never even talked about it even though he's a psychologist he's a clinical forensic and transpersonal psychologist and i do emotional healing and and so of course you think it is a perfect marriage of right. you know us coming together but we never talked about it and doug was focusing more on his forensic work in Atlanta at that time and wasn't doing a whole lot of therapy um, but that just happened without us talking about it just one day I did a workshop on emotional triggers and I said hey do you want to come and he sat down next to me just to like 
I don't know, hang out. <laughs> and then we, I started talking to someone and then Doug and I both started working with this person experientially, which we never talked about either. Like the experiential therapy work that we both love to do. Right. And we both have a lot of experience in. And that was like, wow, that was fun. We did a, we did that work on every person in the workshop and we're like, let's do that <laughs> right. again. Well, that, yeah. that was the, that was your so call together and look how it's evolving. I'm, 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 I'm fascinated that's and excited right. for yeah. Amir to hear because I've been doing a lot of embodiment work and dance and yoga and meditative thing re- retreats, both leading some and facility and going to many. And it's never been something that he's heard on the male side. So for me to have this and have, have you guys now talk about this a little bit will be so enlightening and helpful. And I think because we're on a journey and I, and I see Amir transforming sure. also as he's had less time to have to achieve and, yeah. and do all the stress things as we calm Listen, down. Okay. Okay. I, I, I heard the ask. Okay. I'm going to respond. Say, <laughs> Look, brother, the way the hell ahead of us with this crap. <laughs> I know. I always say that Tessa is much more in touch with herself than I am. She's in touch with, yeah, and, and and you know, I could go down the list of why, you know, right. and you know Actually, why, why don't you st- why guy. don't you give us some of that because I think anyone listening needs to have a a grasp on it. So, thank you. I I really appreciate you offering, Doug. So, yes. Why why are I mean, I'm not talking about the, you know, the the I labels. Know if I offered, but you're being you're okay, kind of pushing okay. it now. So, okay, I will. I'll do it. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh Look, look, I mean, uh, I'll try to be really give the skinny and go quick on this. You know, I basically men, um, uh, men get shamed for having vulnerability and, and sort of sweet emotions as children. And women don't generally, you know, women get shamed for other things, but, it, you know, yeah. and, and those things get cut off. But yeah. for men... It's right. like big boys don't cry. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and you know, all the names that get called, and and, and Bell Hooks, who's a, a, a famous kind of sociologist, and she never capitalizes her name, and she's an older, like she's an African American kind of woman who who penetrated all of this. Said that you know, if, if a man doesn't like uh, lose himself from other men the patriarchy will take over and do it you know so there's all these pressures on men and then and then you know we hook up with these conscious women and they're like dude come on along what's what's going on here because you know no doubt if you're with her and she's asking these questions i I know the dynamic because it, it happened with us too despite me being a clinical psychologist. So. Well, let's, 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 get, let's, let's, let's bring you back to why, how you're contributing to her work and how you're working with couples and groups. So why don't we go there so that you can start explaining why that could be helpful. Well, I'll tell you, probably the main thing, and, and she'll say, she said this and said it during our, our marriage, is I just supported her. Like initially, even like, you know, I was, I was earning money because I was doing the forensics. And as her business was getting, I saw her keep rotating through business, like models. And I had like one business model, my whole, you know, it was like, this is what you do, you build it, blah, blah, blah. And she, like every three months, she'd be redoing it. And then I sometimes I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? And she'd be like, shut up. 
I'm doing it. <laughs> okay, shit. Okay. And, and I had now, already done enough healing on myself to like ignore <laughs> him saying, "Don't do but it." Those I wasn't like coming down. It was just now and then. I'm like, well, "Okay, you, when is you this came thing going to?" It's a different model, and yeah. so it scared you. But but it yeah. was it was the support has now come back because what floats my boat is the depth and intensity of the work and the the gifts that it's pulled out of me as we work together with people that that wouldn't have happened without this well, uh, well, the, the that's first, the summary the first and thing. like i'm i'm 60 and i'm burgeoning and finding finally because therapy is an old guy's game you know and i i love young therapists and there's some awesome ones out there but when you're an older person and you found your groove and that's what's happened for me and i owe it to her because i and it was like this mutual thing well the first Do you thing <laughs> that doug did to help support my business is when i was creating the core emotional healing model and he is excellent at um seeing models and i didn't even know i had a model like a healing system so without him i would have just kept doing private sessions or whatever and not had this name in this process it's now trademarked and it's a it's a thing it's <laughs> and so Right. He said, you have this thing. And I was like, oh, it's emotional healing. He said, it's core emotional healing. He even came up with the name. He saw what I was doing. I was putting it together. So he helped develop it and formalize it for me, with, with me. And, uh, and then even when I was working alone, you know, he helped develop that with, you know, for me. And then when he, so this past, even though we were doing experiential therapy here and there in Atlanta, and then here and there, here, last year when COVID um, started, uh, he couldn't fly back to Atlanta anymore to do his forensic work because he has to interview uh, criminals basically and then write an evaluation for that. Um, he couldn't go back there anymore. So, and I started getting busier because everyone's at home and needing to deal with their shit basically. Right. And, yeah, and so I was getting really busy. I said, "Why don't we create? Why don't we just work together?" And I created um, group group, uh, group program that we have two groups every two different groups every week um, that we meet with three times a month, uh, and we do that together. And so now our online, online. Yeah. and mm -hmm. so it's uh, these Zoom sessions with um, a group no more than six people. And, and then we also support them in a Facebook group in between the sessions. So they're getting both of us, which helps the clients like tremendously. And sure. we're having people just transform within six months, their whole entire life. Are they mostly individuals or couples? So yeah, it sounds like an intensive having this. Yeah. Class. So we yeah. work with individuals and then we end up working with their spouse, basically often, <laughs> like often, yeah. often like with a private session or they typically work with Doug, the, the men we're, we're mostly working with women because that's who I attract uh, with my business. But we, we've done um, some men in our program as well. And, uh, and then I run my own six week class. That's kind of the introduction to the core emotional healing. It, it's not like, it is <laughs> the um, introduction to the core emotional healing process so they can understand it. And then they're like, oh, I need to do this and go deeper with it. And then they go into the six month program, the group program. So Doug is helping me so much with like the Facebook group posts. And he provides all this other things that I can't and knowledge and depth and insight. We both complement each other so well that I feel totally supported right. in life and business because of Doug. Mm -hmm.
If you're enjoying this episode, please get onto our website and look for the other episodes where open nesters are making dreams come true. In episode two, the gypsy nesters. In episode 10, the traveling vagabond. And in episode 15, open for business in Tuscany. Well, it's, it sounds like a great, incredible partnership, yeah. which you complement yeah. almost like completely. We are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and you're working together and, you know, Tessa and I had many businesses together and we worked together. We failed in most, but, you know, uh, so, some of them, some of them were successful. But I want to take you back to that moment that you decide that you're going to move. Okay. I mean, here you are, you open Nestor and you are said, you know, I, enough from this rat race. We don't need this Atlanta stuff. We have the time. We can reinvent ourselves in X three. So, yeah. And uh, so, take me there. Take me that to moment of convergence that took you to bang to that decision. Well, we were, she had done uh, seven uh, retreats in Costa Rica, and every after every retreat, we'd take a week and we would hang out. You know, and like, and about the fifth retreat, I remember we got in the car, we're driving. I'm like, wow, this. I'm actually comfortable here now. It didn't feel like a foreign place so much and, and then she kind of always knew she wanted to be in the tropics and I always loved the tropics you know and it was like and it was always like kind of this possibility and something it just evolved and I she said she maybe she was waiting like was waiting. she always knew <laughs> and it just clicked and and then on her birthday we actually came back again on my birthday came back here <laughs> yeah. and we were staying in Santa Teresa just on the other side of the peninsula in this beautiful house and we were like this is it we, we said we're, let's let, make let's, this happen yeah let's do it and we're you know you mentioned adaptability or flexible or something uh earlier right. and it's yeah. really important right. when you move to a new country you have to be very adaptive and we both are and we're also kind of both you know like determined hard work but we also we make decisions done. quickly and we're yeah. like well let's and go let's go live there six months and see what happens well by the third you day, know what you we wanted were, we were driving yeah. around looking for lots and houses and you know like it, it took three days not six but you know and did you already have in mind to create for example uh, do you have a retreat center as part no, of what no, you're doing no, I, was, I was just doing retreats to be in costa rica now that we're in costa rica right. <laughs> we don't need to do retreats it's a lot you're not inviting and you're not inviting anybody to do your own retreats as a couple seems to me that well, would be we like were a doing natural couple next retreats. and before COVID, there's a place here that hosts retreats and they were taking care of all the details before that alicia was with, with her then you know partner uh, in business, her business partner. And it was so much work, like the setups, getting everyone organized, trans, you know, the food, the blah, 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 blah. So we were actually had a retreat lined up and people that were interested and then COVID hit. And, but, but that is the only way we would is if we didn't have to deal with all the logistics and the infrastructure well, that's involved in putting on just find with our work it just works it's ongoing yeah. well, also individually so for people to sit around with all these individual issues especially with couples well, um, for a, a week i mean of course we could do it but we find that we it, it works better especially with the deeper healing when we can talk one-on-one um, and then we can address specifically what each person needs yeah. um, on an ongoing basis. Just yeah. to, to be clear, like w w the groups actually 
work the best, the, the weekly groups with the other work. What I think, it, so basically each week, we're bringing people to a depth that we probably would in the retreat anyway, but only they have the well, time I, to process yeah. and work on it on their own. And we give very specific directions week. about how to and what to do. And then they can check so in on Facebook. So uh, yeah, but I was re referring to, they asked about couples retreats. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's what I was talking oh, about. Oh, sure, it, sorry. It works better. Yeah, so I was gonna that's say, what's an ideal individual and or partner partners listening that are at the right place to be able to benefit from that kind of work. Like what are the, what are the most successful couple individuals or couples? What are, what are, what's their state of mind, body being that come into your work and really benefit? So that, I'd be curious so that someone knows whether they were right for this work. Well, it's for, it's well, it works best when someone is open and determined to um, resolve the ongoing issues you know, personally and as a couple. So, and, and they've done, um, uh, they've had the more therapy, the better, or the more insights, the better, the more work that they've done, the better. Because this, we're very directive, we're both very intuitive and can be very penetrating and directive. But I'll tell you, all of our clients experience that occurring within a container of love and compassion and concern so and and the, it's immediate it's instant people know it right away and then they come to trust it and and a big feature of that is alicia's love is balanced with truth and people come to trust that we are interested yeah. in the truth and, the, the, the meaning, unlike yeah. others who people including myself who values the truth tremendously but it's like her in her soul you know the, the truth is is just the persistence yeah <laughs> and, and unless it's there and unless it's clear it's like she doesn't have a, a closure and her she has a very analytical mind and she'll just keep on going and now i'm just kind of hop on that bandwagon and i'm allowed to to, to use my intuition to penetrate in a truthful way as well. Yeah. I think with people with um, self-awareness, so the yeah. able to reflect and able to hear difficult things or like things that they don't want to hear, but then they're willing to uh, look at, look well, at it within the, themselves. People that have identified that they have an issue that they need yeah. to address. And you know, yeah. it's so interesting because you've both come from such deep, rich backgrounds that we've interviewed people here, for example, that are coaches that can help give some techniques or starting points for people. But I feel like the two of you are at such an advanced place of not that someone has to be advanced, although you said, you know, more the more work, the better when they come to you. But it's just so interesting to watch how there's nothing that anyone can just give away with tips and techniques because it's so individualized yeah. and you've expressed that so beautifully. Right. And I think people need to hear that, that we're all such unique individuals and in the way we respond to our own emotional needs and our own embodiment. <clears throat> and, and that's the core work. Yeah. And I'm just so encouraged to hear you. Thank you really for seeing that and seeing us yeah. because that is what you just said is accurate and feels like our truth. And, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll support the deepest work and, and we'll guide it and direct it and give clear direction in that. And no. there's some difficult stuff. Our clients deal with some very difficult stuff. No, but you, they, you get are, free you're loyal. they get free and their lives become so right. much more fulfilling. You, really. You're loyal to your mission. 
You're really loyal to your mission. And you're and, living it. And you're a living example. You live so an example. I'm exactly. that, that's why we're gonna you know wind down now. What? But are there any other do you have some yeah, other questions? Yeah, I wanted to I mean winding? you know it, it takes people so long to decide where they want to go to dinner sometimes. <laughs> In, uh, uh, or where they want to go on a vacation. <laughs> and, and, and here you are uh, being together in a short while, not living together like for 25 years. You can come up, you an open nester, and that obviously gave you the freedom because you don't have to care for children. You don't have young children, adults, or they're all in college. They all came to take care of. And here you are, you can make a decision so quickly and make that, of course, the business, the, the, the fact that you can work remotely <clears throat> also help for that. But how, what can I say to people that are struggling with making a decision, even a simple decision, to bring them to the point where they can pack up and say, you know what, I don't need to live here. I want to go and live somewhere yeah. else. What can well, I tell them? Is, you know, just do it. <laughs> just do it. What, like, the if, wisdom from what, Nike. What, what became, <laughs> what had happened to us is like, well, why not? And there was no reason yeah. not to. We were happy. We were spending so much money just for a week here. And it's like, when right. that, we were like, when's the next retreat so we can go hang out, you know? Well, we also... <laughs> it's we, like, why don't we... The, shit, obviously we were happier. The thing that... That's it. Right. Nothing else. The thing to what listen makes you to happy? is how you feel. Thank you. Thank you yeah, for that. Yeah, like we felt better here so yeah. why not is you know the said. flip side of that coin is people get very comfortable and and have beliefs about how their life is and is supposed to be and it's going to be even our relationship we couldn't imagine right. what love really was like in this kind of love and how we manifest we couldn't imagine also, that and we couldn't really imagine what life was like here we didn't know there were like amazing people where we are we came for the the view and the jungle and the, the, and then met all these amazing people. So open to. Do you have a lot of new friends and community oh, yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. And and in terms of open nesting, like a, a really the most brilliant professor I had, and I had many. One of the things he said is never underestimate the life of the mind. But when he used mind, he kind of meant soul. And he was, at that time, he was working with 70, 80, 90 year olds, teaching them psychology. And he came to this like, oh my God, the, the mind is, just keeps going. The soul just, life keeps on living. Step into that yeah. and, and, and don't stop just because you think you should and see what's next. And, and speaking yeah, but... of that, the how we got here is because of our minds. Both of us actually years ago started and mind, you mean soul well, also? From, well, psyche actually from, meant soul and mind. From our, it used to. Yeah. From our okay. soul, yeah. we listened to what we wanted and we were both aligned. You know, we are fortunate because a lot of couples aren't. Some like one person may like the city and another may like nature, right? But we both wanted this lifestyle um, and we started visualizing it. And so both of us started having the same vision of, and we kept saying, we're going to have an ocean view, an infinity pool, we're going to live in this place. So we knew what to look for. And it, it actually, yeah. our, I think our vision, our aligned vision brought us here because we didn't know, we didn't even know we wanted to live here. We thought we wanted to live somewhere else. 
but things led us here yeah. and then it was the yeah. only place available and you should see our view it's like it's like a million dollar view it's it's panoramic ocean view with an in, true infinity pool that goes out to the ocean you know and we're wow. it was incredible it was even better than we even imagined I feel like yeah, I could but, cry from seeing people living their dreams in this way, the well, way you're conveying it. Thank you. But, but you see, they're living their dream, but they had no guarantees yeah. that this is really going to be working for them. They didn't know what kind of issues yeah. uh, of adaptability, you know, as much adaptable, adaptable you think you yeah. are, you know, you may go to somewhere and you know what, it just, it doesn't yeah. work, but you had no guarantees. And, and, you know, I'm referring to the people that we talked to, open nester that are trying to make a decision to live their dream and to be in a better place in act three, yeah. but you did it. Yeah. You did it without any guarantees. And what I'm trying to say to people that are listening right now, not only just do it, but don't try to look for guarantees. There's no guarantees to do anything. Right. You've just got to try it and say, uh, we had the people from Tuscany. Uh, they, they packed up and left and went to Tuscany to open up a, a cooking school and they she said you know what we did it we took the risk and this, we said what's the worst thing that can happen we live in italy for six months and then we come back right. and this and people really are having a hard time to do that so yeah. seeing people that actually living the dream and walking the walk and talking the talk i Thank salute you thanks so a lot much. and, and I, I want to add just one thing to that it, there's a lot of obstacles getting here and then living here. And I mean, a lot, and there's, it's called an sure. initiation phase. There was a lot of work and selling a house. Like there it was, took a lot of work. There was a lot know? of work. But, <laughs> well, are we happy that we did it? Absolutely. Yeah, it was totally you know? worth it. I just want to say like a lot right. of people think if something's difficult, then they give up on it. And that is a key to making things happen is yeah. to right. keep going and dealing with it and learning and you know, adapting to it. So I right. feel like we need to have a, a part two of this interview so we hear more about Costa Rica and the community <laughs> yeah. and life. And I, I'm really serious, but I want you to, is there anything that you feel is left unsaid that you'd like to, to add about your work or anything, anything, are there, any advice for open nesters at this stage of life? Anything that comes to you that you can share? I mean, you're living the dream that a lot of people want to live and, and you know, just, just go for yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, really gusto means enjoyment. You know, and, and right. translate, you know, go for the gusto. I mean, I don't see why not, you know, like if you think you right. really want something, go live there for a while, go check it out, explore it. If, if that's what it's about, if your dream is to move and live somewhere else, you know, I, I don't really feel guilty, but it's, I almost feel guilty because I've just had the best year of my life during COVID. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah. like so weird. You too. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Guys. And yeah. you know, your, your relationship, you guys have been through so, too, so and much it, part of that. And, and, and it's so beautiful, of, you know? Yeah. How yeah. to make it better and better as a couple open nesters is to keep doing the work, you know, keep growing yeah. because that's what creates the fulfillment and how yeah. it keeps getting better and better. And keep and keep couples yeah. together. Yeah, right on. But what, are your kids seeing coming to visit you? Are, are you very much? They're very much in in your life, yes. as you mentioned before. Yeah. Do they come and visit you? Well, do, do they? Yeah. 
I mean, do they come back to the nest? My daughter's been twice. (laughs) She's in graduate school at Naropa, which is a transpersonal psychology program in Boulder. Wow. He's doing great. And my son's doing amazing, too. And he's coming to live here for two months. November. 86. 86, (laughs) November and December. And he's going to hang with us for some at the beginning and end. He's going to find his own place in between. And 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 he loves it here. He came and we connected so great. I mean, it was like. I couldn't Fabulous. believe it. Like, it was like, finally, right. oh my God. He, I, I think we inspired him to see that, yeah. you know, he can, he even said it when we first moved here, he said, you are teaching me, you're a model to, yeah. to live your best life. And he and said to, the most important thing yeah. he's ever said to me in terms of my fulfillment, he said, how to do life, dad. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I was like, oh my God. And then <laughs> since he moved here, he was inspired and now he's, um traveling throughout the whole year and he's yeah. doing the digital he's nomad. coming he's just this year he's, he's transformed and, so much yeah. i'm so proud of him yeah well you know you lead by example you know you you first of all for relationship standpoint yeah. of view and then secondly for being able to live your dream that is that is wonderful yeah. i mean it's a it's a it's something very inspiring to for us yeah. to uh, even though we sometimes twist ourselves and saying, "Wow, we're living the dream yeah. too," but you know, we we want to move somewhere. <clears throat> and we're, we, part, we're part of the year. We haven't figured it out, yeah. but we're yeah. getting closer. But to we're getting into closer things, to, yeah. to doing that. And Costa Rica is certainly on our on our on our radar in well, a big. And without, we can help you. Um, really, yeah, we'll talk about that offline. without needing to return. Like, I see that in you too, and, and that you you too. What a beautiful thing <laughs> that you're offering. Uh, the the third trimester. What are you talking <laughs> the about? Third act, third act three. Act three. Act three. <laughs> third trimester. I love that. Actually, I love that because I love my I love giving birth. By the way, we have three yeah. kids, and I and I loved all the stages of the third trimesters before birth, and the last end of Act Three is death. It's yeah. like I find them so connected. So thank like, you. Like I know I you guys are, you guys are walking your talk too. And, yeah. and the expansiveness of life and the, how it keeps going. And, and yeah, thank you for modeling like that the, and bringing that. They're, they're helping, you got, you're helping people birth something new. So yeah. a lot of people get complacent. <laughs> yeah. what we we want to give them. Thank you. I love the birthing something yeah. new. Okay. So and we're going to give them courage, courage yeah. to, to try things, yeah. courage to, uh, to be courageous, yeah. to, to try and, and live better life in their act three after the, you know, it's time for themselves. And give, giving up those expectations that it's not possible, that you're supposed to do something else. I mean, and what our society tells yeah, us right to do. On, so thank right you on. for being a, really an example of that. Likewise. So we're going we're gonna to well, stay on and chat a little bit. I just wanted to say something about uh, her website. You know, how, we're gonna, uh, how would people we're reach do her? All that yeah. stuff, absolutely. That's yeah. the end of it. We're going to wind down here. Everything that we can do to contact you. Your group session I wanted to ask you about. When's the next one starting? What is oh, your okay. website? Um, everything's on my website, Alicia, E-L-I-C-I-A, Miller.com. And, uh, and so there's, there's three ways and kind of, kind of a progression. I have a core emotional healing self-study and then the six week class, which I, they have access to me live for six weeks to go over each lesson in the self-study. And then, uh, the group program is an, um, ongoing so anyone can join our group program at any time. The six week is um, usually every three months. Uh, the next one is July, 2021. Beginning. 
Okay, July 2021. Good to know, because we're actually, you know, these, these podcasts, we don't put up right away yeah. always. So we want to put it out so people can have a Thank chance you. to. Thank and you. then I give the first lesson in my self-study, uh, the first lesson of the core emotional healing process uh, for free. So people can get that if you want on their website, aliciamiller.com backslash empowered. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to explore the website more because I didn't enough. I I just want to thank you for your inspiration. You give us, you give us a lot of uh, things to think about and uh, we're going to talk some more in a second, but thank you very much for being guests on the open network podcast. Thank you both. both. Thank you. Thank yeah, an you. hour just flew by. Yeah. What a joy to, to be with you and to share <laughs> you guys our, our story. Excellent. Well, Tessa, that was a great find. Great couple, real authentic, genuine, full of trust, loyal to their mission. And I really, really like it. I do feel like we've made new friends. And it's so interesting because before we got on that interview, I just had that sense. I said, I think we're going to make new friends today. And who can argue with your senses? (laughs) Well, you know, I loved what we learned so much about creating our lives in such a way that we are become aware of and ask for in such a powerful way to make this happen, right? Yeah, I mean, that was a good takeaway for you. I mean, for me, the takeaway is that, uh, that he was talking and speaking openly about men vulnerability. Look, I have struggled with that. I mean, you know, the, what I said in the interview, big boys don't cry. And I mean it. It's very difficult for a man to admit that he is uh, vulnerable. So I really need to work on that myself. And he has really opened up uh, the opportunity for me to do so. I also like how she is. she's the leader and she leads with the business. And he was a supporting role that now has become a partner and a collaborator uh, with her. So it's not that common to see a man that is really uh, kind of like submit to that and able to let the woman lead in such a powerful way. Well, that's what we, the dynamic we need more of, not just not just the idea that men are submissive, but that we all learn to receive the information of when the, when the teacher appears, you know, the student is ready. So the student is ready when, the, when they're ready. It doesn't just happen. And she even demonstrated, so you're learning that, and I think all of us can continue to grow. And I also noticed that when she discussed that when she was on this trip, which was kind of like a Liz Gilbert eat, pray, love, when she was in Thailand, she was she became more and more ready on her journey to then be able to meet Doug at that time. Right, and 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 she's teaching from her own experience, not from a textbooks. Uh, there are some other coaches and uh, instructors out there that try to teach others from a textbook, she really had to go through her own healing and she, I guess, developed the tools to help others to do that. And, and to that, help her inner yeah. child and her inner child, like all of us, needs to be ready for love and support in order for it to happen. So as a man, as a woman, we all need that inner child. And in the bottom line, Tessa, they're living the dream. They're doing it. Even though there were no guarantees, there were a lot of obstacles, a lot of work, and they needed a lot of adaptability. But their results is priceless. And they're living the dream. And they're leading their kids. And their kids. By Absolutely. Example. By example. Let's all continue to learn to do that. Yeah. And uh, Tessa promoted some of our other episodes. So please, check them out. They're all about people that made dreams come true. Open Nestor, just like yourself and us. So I recommend you go to our website, theopennesters.com. That's the 
open nesters, double in in the middle, S at the end, and check out those episodes. And we also have a great resources page and a survey to find out what interviews you like if you'll go to our resources tab and also join us in the discussion on our closed Facebook group. Uh, If you can go to the Open Nesters and join there and find us on social media, we'd love to hear from you on our website and everywhere else. So, I'm Amir. And I'm Tassa. And we will see you on the radio. Ciao.